Los Angeles. What the fuck? Okay, bro. <laughs> Just Chill. Robin Williams, our <laughs> podcast. What the fuck is yeah. going on? We're here joined by we're here joined by Meryl Streep to the left of me. Yep. And uh and some guy. We were trying wow. to get we were trying to get Ludwig, but you know. Okay, but wow. Yeah, we were trying to get Tubbo, actually, but then you know I had yeah. to settle for Austin. Literally the only person available in Hassan's contact list. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, to be because fair. Because he replies to nobody. To be fair though, I, I just straight up was like, you were sitting next to me at dinner last night. I was like, Oh, I have a podcast yep. tomorrow. You should come on. I did. So listen, let's give a proper intro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have the we're man talking the about the, the glue that binds our platform together. We're talking about the Ryan True. Seacrest True. of the Zoomers. We're talking about the best hair on the platform. We're talking about Austin Show. Yeah. Well, thank you for that introduction. Body well, fat percentage at 12%. Yeah. Uh, 13. Okay. Yeah. Body fat percentage at 12.5%. He's just being humble right now. That's right. They uh, can't see. They're, they're, dude, that's true. You know what that's I've lie. noticed? That's true. Is... Now that I'm stressed all the time, if I eat anything, it turns into fat. Yeah. I just have to not eat most days. Or not be stressed, dude. What the fuck do you want from me? Huh? Yeah, yeah, just fucking... What the just, fuck do you want Just from cancel me? everything uh, out. I was just talking to Sear about this last night, though. Is Will, regardless... I've seen Will in the worst of conditions. When that camera turns on... <laughs> yeah. No, he's dude. Just, people get people get worried. Like at G four tomorrow, I was like just kind of sitting there, like Doctor Xavier, like <laughs> yeah. in a chair. People were like, "Are you okay, Will?" And I was like, "I'm fine." <laughs> he, I remember the one time when he came in for your roast, Hassan. Was like, I didn't sleep at all last night. <laughs> I didn't no. get to write anything, Austin. I said, "Your roast, the roast is now, Will. It's starting now." He's like, "Don't worry about it. I'll figure something out. Just put me last in the list." And there's Will. During yeah. the roast, while laughing, engaging with what's happening on his iPad, comes up, right. does his set. Yeah. Phenomenal. He's, he's a performer. Yeah. He, he's always on. He's always yeah. on Incredible. when the cameras are on, when he needs to be. Yeah. I, I, you know. Never I'm like misses. A, I'm like a toddler in a tiara. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm never on. No, <laughs> you, you, you hit most of the time. You hit. Well, most of the time. Okay, I think you thanks. hit most of the time. Yeah. Thank you. Some, uh, you know. I'm a big fan. I really there's, am. There's duds, you think? Yeah, I haven't watched your stream since the election. <laughs> you don't have to. See. First of all, that's a lie. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, he's too busy watching Miss Gift. Yeah, dude, I've, wait, I've seen you in his chat, Austin. I, I have. Well, he he actually, it's more like he doesn't pay attention to me in his chat very often. And so I go to Miss Gift and yeah. his whole chat says yo and Miss Gift says yo. And then he calls I, me. I can't show up in Hassan's chat anymore. And here's why. Why? If I say anything, like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Hi, guys. Or like, hey, you want to play video games later? Everyone in chat is like, Will said he wants to play video games. Will said he wants to play video games. Will said he wants to play. And Hassan is like, is like, listen, um, the Kyle Rittenhouse thing is very important. Blah, blah. Will says he wants to play video games. Will <laughs> said, and then he like sees it and he notices it. And then like 30 more go by and then it always results in, I see it. 
<laughs> I don't want to play video games. And then it's like, everybody's like, oh my God, Hassan hates Will. <laughs> Every time, like, no matter what I write. It's insane. Like, people can't control themselves. They're like, dude, you need to see this right now. Yep. Like, you need to just drop it. Will says he has an erection. Will says he has an erection. <laughs> Acknowledge that Will has an erection. Oh, they just, I, I've i talked so much in his chat, they just don't give a damn about me anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't try to highlight you? They don't highlight me at all. Misgifts chat, everybody. Your chat, yeah. nobody. Yeah. I, I kid you not, I have to spam in your chat for maybe one or two you, because you, I'm there. You are literally a chat. I'm just a chatter. I'm just a no. normal person. And, and and it's like extremely chatter behavior to be like, streamer didn't notice me. I'm fucking out of here. Streamer well, noticed me. I've tried to call Hassan. I uh, text him. Yeah, that's a dead thing. I no, text don't him. Don't text or call. Bro, because like he got pissed at me. Okay, recently. Well, my entire content does not revolve around like literally fucking having someone else that's also uh you know notable on Twitch come on the stream and yeah, talk. Yeah, that's why you're hit or miss. Yeah, well, you know, I I it revolves around you know doing content in the political world. You, I, I recently I, uh, you actually got mad at me and I've never actually seen this before. I was Wait. texting you Wait. and I was like, wow, XQC actually is pretty damn attractive. He was on your stream and you texted me back and you're like, dude, go jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> I was, cause I was like, I was like, damn, cause I was calling you and then I texted you. Hungry? You have a Snickers. <laughs> no, dude, he was literally, Horny. you didn't, yeah, you, you buried the fucking, the, lead up to it though like, he was calling me i'm like dude what are you doing i called you once <laughs> he called me on the phone I, he I, didn't call me and he called he didn't call me on this where he called me on my phone like he was like i need to talk to you right the now red phone is ringing i felt in trouble like one of my parents was mm. mad at me no, I, I, I don't even remember i was not yeah. that mad. i was not actually mad. he said dude go jerk off <laughs> which I, mean, I i didn't oh okay yeah, i did well yeah. Well, the call stopped, so I suspect you did, but, <laughs> but good. I don't jerk off. I actually enjoy the state of being horny. You're no fat? You're no-nut November? No, 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 no. I am. I hate no-nut November. I think it's the stupidest shit yeah. ever. You're uh -huh. some nut November. I'm, I'm nut when I want November. You're like micro-dosing nuts. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to waste a good nut. Yeah, some people some people take a, a you know biblical amount of mushrooms. Some people like to take small little baby yeah. pieces mm -hmm. throughout the day. Yeah. You're not in the no nut yeah. November, but you're like, you know, you're just nutting sometimes, but you hold it in. Yeah, I do. Nutting is a religious ceremony for me. Jesus I, Christ. I think wait, is that is that controversial? <laughs> what? No. I don't know. No, it's just it's 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 uh not a religious ceremony. It's just a moment that I I don't want to waste. How many times? How many times do you nut a, a day, a week, a, a week? day? Oh. What he uh, says, my it's man. A religion. Yeah, what he, we just found out. We just found out Austin is Muslim because he fucking prays five times. He's just nutting. Yeah, he's doing. He's he, he's doing the pilgrimage. He nuts towards Mecca five times a day. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh God! Ah! Wait, what's up? Like you just what, once uh, you know you have to. If you're saying like I don't like the nut all the time, but then you ask, and then your follow up question is, how many times do you think I nut a day? <laughs> how many times do you? What the fuck? It's like I'd say three times a week. Okay, okay depends that's... on the week though. If it's a busy okay. week, sometimes it saves up. Yeah, sometimes mm. it saves up. I watch. <laughs> Never mind. What? Go on. 
No, I was just going to describe the porno I watch. And you go on. Who cares? They were so hot, and it just got ruined because their acting was just awful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just the Academy. You ever, you ever sit in there and watch it and just go, like, God, would you shut up? You know what I mean? Like, just shut up and wow. fuck him. You're like, what would that, is that like, is, is, are you misogynistic in that situation? Are you like sexist towards wait, the guys? What do you mean? How is that? Wait, they're both guys. I know. I just yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. You, You're homophobic, dude. <laughs> I'm very, fuck? I'm extraordinarily homophobic. When Where I, are you going? He's, he's no. going to pee pee. There's a bathroom in here too. Mm. Okay, he had to leave to go to the other bathroom. Yeah, you know, no, it's, I'm, it's homophobic the way you jerk off the gay porn. I know, very, <laughs> very homophobic. I, you know, uh, but nobody's more homophobic than you, Hassan. Who, yeah, of course. I'm who believes most. that my driving skills are bad inadequate due to my homosexuality? No, I mean your your driving skills are just bad. Were they general. bad last night? <laughs> yes. You made like three turns that were so abrupt that I thought we're going to die. You're like, this is my turn. This is my turn. This is my turn. And I crossed three lanes of traffic. It was just, it, it's always, it, it's always like fun at least. Cause you're yeah. like, like, I'm not a big roller coaster guy. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not like super into adrenaline, but this is an opportunity for me to get a little adrenaline rush. Yeah. That's when what I'm I sitting in the fucking passenger seat and Austin's behind the wheel and the way he drives is is a constant state of panic. It's erratic. It's yeah. very erratic. But I feel like I'm a pretty good driver. I'm a. You're not. <laughs> you literally just are not. I, I think I. I, I don't know if it's because you're gay. That was the <laughs> meme originally. You know what is it like? Gay people can't do th mm -hmm. uh, one of. They can only do two or three things: have a good relationship with their dad, do math, or drive well. I, you have a good relationship with your dad, so you can't fucking drive well. So I can't, I, that's, you know, it's so funny. I literally have a great relationship with my dad. I can't do math. And you can't and drive I well. evidently can't drive well. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's not even, it's that's a the gay triangle. It's, true. it's very true. Yeah, it's a meme, by the way. Don't take that shit seriously. Jesus Christ, everybody. Yeah, don't cancel. I, I am homophobic, though. That's true. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> The most homophobic. Yeah. All this. right. Trump admitted he lost in 2020. Oh. Okay. Austin, give us an impression. What's what, that sound like? What, what is happening? You just came back with a bathroom. Yep. Yep. And you're like, no, we're moving now on. Now I do what I want. <laughs> yeah. What the do fuck? Hey, Austin, what was that? I want the impression. I lost the best. Believe me. Nobody lost better mm. than I did, folks. Believe me. But the election was rigged and we're going to win bigly in 2024. Believe me. You think that's how it sounded? I don't know how it sounded. That We're going to grab America by the pussy. <laughs> First of all, Good. Trump never admitted that he lost, and he never will. This is actually not Trump. Not even Mike Pence. It's a Mike Pence aide that is on CNN. So a Mike Pence aide admitted that Pence admitted that Trump admitted yeah. he lost the election. What the fuck no. is this? Okay, well, this is what happens when you don't read the headline even. But this and, is better. This and is you good. Just, and you just sat down with your dyslexic ass. I like, but we literally opened it just, up to some fun here. You just like making up the news. That's right. <laughs> Listen, I'm Fox News in it, okay? Yeah, you just, I'm you, trying to get some eyeballs on this motherfucker. Absolutely. No, ex-Pence aide says Trump admitted he lost 2020 election. Right. So a little game of telephone. Let's play that clip. Okay. Let's, I mean, let's hear it. 
Trump responsible for his own? Well, of course, he I, certainly you know, is. I mean, she's kind of cute. He, he knows. <laughs> no, I'm he knows. just honestly, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not wait, sure. pause for a second. I I, I'm just saying the reason why I bring that up is because like this is Mike Pence's aide, and you know Mike Pence oh, yeah, is Mike. not allowed to be around women yeah, yeah. in the same room yeah. without his wife present. He can't break wind in the same area code that a woman is in. Can yeah. he? Can he be around gay men? <laughs> oh, not oh, if they're cute. Oh. <laughs> oh, he's around gay men, brother. Oh. Let me tell you something. Okay? <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know he's around gay men every fucking you know when he's cruising. <laughs> every every Sunday night yeah. at the at the at After the local church. you know. Oh, oh, that that too probably. No, I was just thinking like at the local dick bar. I don't know <laughs> the local yeah. dick bar. Yeah, he, come on down sandwiches. to dicks. Yeah, he's, I mean, dude, anyone, anyone that's like super stressed over gay conversion therapy, you know. It's, yeah. You know. All right, let's watch the rest of this. So he wants to protect his ego at all costs. But I mean, Trump has to know he lost. Because I remember at the time reporting, talking to folks in the White House saying, yeah, he knows that he lost. He's just, you know, coming around to it. And He, he knew, he told me shortly after that he, he knew he lost. But then... You know, folks got around him. They got information in front of him. And I think his mind genuinely might have been changed about that. And that's scary because he did lose. And the facts are out there and they've lost every court case. They've had countless times to prove any sort of fraud and haven't been able to. So it is actually kind of more scary that he believes it. See, that clip is the clip is very misleading, right? Because the clip is Donald Trump knows he lost. But the clip says, no, he fucking doesn't. Yeah, well, he, I mean, he thought. For one fleeting instant Bro. that he lost, and then immediately was like, I, I don't know. There's new information. I don't know. <laughs> CNN is so desperate for content that they're like literally going to the bottom of the barrel here. They're like, this is uh, Donald Trump's uh, vice yeah. president's uh, dog watcher that uh, says that the vice president knows that Trump said he lost. It's like, dude, come on, get yeah, the fuck out of here. News. They're so desperate for content because my man Trump is content, okay? I miss him a lot. He's got a fat dumpy. We God, miss that content, dumpy, isn't he? He's such content. Yeah. I, and him not being able to tweet is just like devastating. Yeah, are you telling me that you don't think Joe Biden, who's locked in a <laughs> hypodermic chamber somewhere right now, God, is content? God, Joe Biden. Joe Biden is content too. They just don't let him do his thing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's locked in a chamber. I just, they don't I let him gaff. Dude, I hate that. I hate that, like... They have him at Sandy Hook <laughs> Retirement <laughs> Home somewhere. Yeah, they do. The Illuminati fucking foot soldiers are just, like, keeping him chained away. Just unleash the malarkey, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm serious. Dude, I would wear a shirt that says, unleash the malarkey. Dude, he would be so awesome. He was. He went to fucking Europe. He met with the fucking Pope, right? <laughs> yeah. And you know him. He just loves, like, oh, you know, dude. being a Catholic. Yep. And it's his favorite thing. Your Catholic popery. <laughs> yeah. So he met with the Pope, and there was, like, Italian news that came out. I mean, it's probably not true, but I want to believe in my headcanon that it was real. That, like, uh, he, he actually, like, the meeting went on really long because he shit himself. <laughs> That's what the Italian Stop. news was saying. But Stop. that part I don't like. How the really, hell do they know that, dude? It's Italian news. They just fucking make shit up. <laughs> <laughs> They're like Will. <laughs> They're yeah. like Will earlier. In this room. <laughs> yeah, they we do. have reason to believe. I don't know why they shout like this in Italy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> hey, what's going on? Hey. Yeah, whatever. I'm from Staten well, from Island. <laughs> not many people notice, but. 
actually a bunch of fifth generation New Yorker <laughs> Italians run the Italian press yeah. in yeah. Italy. Yeah, yeah we came sh- back after America. Yeah, you know? He shit himself. <laughs> yeah. We checked. <laughs> Our sources are telling us. Yeah. Yeah, you actually no. have to get an asshole inspection at the border <laughs> before you leave the country. Good health starts with good habits. It's true. And Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to take care for your mouth. Oh, man. The Quip electric toothbrush is loved by over 7 million mouths. You know, for a fact, I know it's 7 million in one because my mouth loves it. Okay? Absolutely. Timed sonic vibrations with 30 second pulses to guide a dentist recommended two minute clean. So you know where you should be in your mouth based on the vibration. Okay. Yeah. Some people are like, I'm going to do a one minute clean. No, okay? get that out of here. Get that out of here, dude. That is like, what is this? The 17th century? It is these sensitive sonic vibrations for an effective clean. That's gentle on your sensitive gums. A lot of people actually brush too hard. And some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive. That's true. Yep. A lightweight and sleek design with no wires or bulky charger charger to weigh you down. If you're already on top of your brushing too, mm-hmm. you can upgrade your Quip with a new smart motor, which allows you to track and improve your brushing. It's like a like a Fitbit for your mouth. Yep. Earn amazing rewards. You know, you gamify that. You can get it for your kids. Like free refills products and Target gift cards. With stylish and affordable electric toothbrushes starting at just $25 and free shipping, you can save money and skip the hustle and bustle of in-store shopping. You won't be paying through the teeth for better oral health. If you go to getquip.com slash fear right now, you'll get your first refill for free. That's right. Free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash fear. And that's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash fear. And fear is spelled F-E-A-R. Yep. Quip. The Good Habits Company. Hassan. Big news and shoes. Rothy's is now selling men's sneakers and men's driving loafers. No way. And they just launched premium Murano wool shoes for fall. I don't know what Murano wool is, but it sounds fancy, Hassan. I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. Oh, please do. It's nature's perfect material. Well, it's soft, it's comfortable, it's machine washable, and it's sustainable. Wow. My gosh, that sounds good. Available in cool colors as well, in classic styles. Oh, so it's not just one color? No, it's you're a, kidding me. Yeah, the styles are classic. The colors are cool. You'll want to wear them everywhere. And if that wasn't enough, Rothy's launched their first ever collection of accessories for men. Wow, 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 wow. What kind of accessories are we talking? We got wallets. We got carry bags. We got card cases. No <laughs> more worrying about keeping your wallet clean after two weeks of wear, though. What, what's going on in your pockets that you got? I got linty pockets, son. <laughs> Two weeks of your wallet. I got wallet, a bunch of lint in it. It's over. It's just, it's dirty. Listen, let me tell you something, my son. Okay. You know this about me. My feet get cold, okay? And whenever we're snuggling, I'm, I'm cramming my feet in between your big thighs to try and warm it up, but not yeah. anymore. Yeah. Since I got my pair of Rothy's driving slippers, I pop them on while I'm streaming, and my feet stay toasty. And then if I get a little peckish during the stream, he I don't have to throw shoes on. I go right to the 7-Eleven with my Rothy's, and I can tear it up. 
He he wears them in bed. It's kind of weird when we're yep. when we're snuggling now. You yep. know, like I appreciate <laughs> the Rothies stay on. Yeah, they'll be welcome. Fall season in style. Rothies is doing something special. That's right. They gave us the chance to share this super cool, rare opportunity with our listeners for a limited time. Right now, you can get twenty dollars off your first purchase at Rothies.com/fear. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash fear, F-E-A-R. Head to Rothy's dot com slash fear to find your new favorites today. So that was one piece of news uh, with as far as like Malarkey Jack goes, like the yeah. other piece of news from England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what this is the greatest website of all time. Well, the other the other uh, piece of news from England was that he broke wind. He farted in front of like one of these duchesses or some shit, which was awesome. The and I do believe that wins. one. <laughs> no, like literally. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna read that one actually for okay. you. It's just Joe Biden. Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden fart and other embarrassing royal moments for Americans. So apparently. The U.S. president lets it rip at COP26 meeting with Camilla uh, in in Glasgow. Uh, he met Camilla in Glasgow, the Duchess of Cornwall. Yeah. And apparently she was like losing her mind about it. The Duchess hasn't stopped talking about Biden's font and informed source told the Daily Mail on Sunday in what may be the greatest use of media sourcing in years. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, hold on, hold on. Uh, it was long and loud and impossible to ignore the mail wrote about the fart, the breaking of wind, not the US leader, I hasten to add. Loud and impossible to ignore, dude. God damn, Joe. You know what? Yeah. I, listen. See, that's, for, like, that's on that awesome. one, I think that is some, you know, British royal clinging to whatever bit of relevancy they had. Because what was his name? Prince Philip? What was the one that was basically a corpse? You know, he had to have been farting. Around the clock, bro. The, yeah, there was no bowel control left. Oh, in that you man. know how there it was works. No control. The <laughs> no, moment, the on. moment royals can't eat babies, they like start farting uncontrollably. They like they lose bodily yeah. functions. He literally looked like a mummy, though. That's why he died because <laughs> he was, and he, he was do, driving too. Yeah, <laughs> it was, and he got in a car accident. <laughs> it's like you can't. They have to like they have to eat the spine of children. Okay. Yeah. Or, and do racism. If they can't do both of those things after a certain point, yeah. like your body starts giving out. Is racism colonizing? Is that sort of in the same category? Nah. It's kind of literally the most racist thing okay. you can do. I was just wondering if like there was a third one. I love that you asked the, the like <laughs> well, is yes. going to a no, is no, no, going no, no. to a predominantly black or brown country no, stealing no, no, all I their natural that. resources and enslaving them. <laughs> As, as, as no, bad as racism. Say. No, no, no. I, I know it's racism. I was just thinking maybe there was a third category and that was colonization, but yep. no. you answered my question. Yeah, right. it's like so, this is about they go learning. hand in hand. We're learning. Biden's yeah. fart. Long and loud ice cream fart. Hassan, you know, growing up, I had a lot of the wrong face products. I'm going to admit it. You had the wrong face. That's right. And partially, that was due having the wrong face products. Apricot scrubs, soap bars. You know, sometimes I would just use those those pads, just burn my face right off. That's None terrible. Of you you hate having the wrong products. I do. No, it's it not works. good. And uh, that's why I'm such a staunch advocate for Disco. Right? Disco formulates all their products right here in the US 
with a well-renowned Ivy League dermatologist. And let me tell you. That's right. That's what you need. You need an Ivy League dermatologist. You do. You, you know, need, if you're looking to start a skincare routine, it seems like the disco starter set is that, a no-brainer. Hassan, that's what I use. Okay. I got the face wash. It's a, it's a stick. It's a starter where you're finishing too. It's like a deodorant stick that I just hit my face with. Hell yeah. Then I got an exfoliating scrub. You know about exfoliation. Right? I do. We I waxed do your leg that. one time. We didn't exfoliate. Yeah. Terrible. The results were disastrous. Razor bumps all over. That's right. And then right. I also use their moisturizer and their under eye stick, which Hell is yeah. incredible. The moisturizer hydrates your skin and prevents those wrinkles. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, uh, you know, I started using the, the disco starter set. Did you start using it? Yeah. My skin's just noticeably better. Now. I mean, I can tell. Hassan, I've been using the disco starter set now for, I guess like four or five weeks. Oh yeah. And listen, I, I noticed that your skin is no longer oily. I notice when I when I kiss it, uh, kiss it and rub on it. Yeah, yeah, that's I, I do it regularly. That's what he tells me. Yeah, um, but I I like the starter set a lot. I particularly like the face wash stick. And it's, it's also easy. easy to you know fly around with because you got the you got We've the been TSA flying around a lot. That's yeah. right. We got that TSA approved portable, and we were able to bring it to Vegas with us. I brought that the was, face stick to Vegas, and I was in the hotel room. No face wash. What am I going to do? Wash with bar soap? Get out of my face. Exactly. <laughs> See what I did there? If you want to check out Disco and try their incredible skincare products for yourself, we have a special offer for the fear and molding audience. That's right. Go to www.letsdisco.com slash fear or enter fear at checkout for 30% off your first order. That's letsdisco.com slash fear for 30% off your first order. Thank, Thank you, you disco. disco. When the moment for intimacy arrives, you need to be ready. Roman ready. Whether you've been in a relationship for years or just starting one, yep. having the confidence that comes from preparation means you're free to enjoy the moment. That's right. When the moment comes. Mm -hmm. The truth is that ED is really common. In fact, 52% of guys age 40 to 70 experience some form of erectile dysfunction. It's <gasps> a lot. That's a shocking fact that I just learned. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Go to getroman.com slash fear now to speak to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional about erectile dysfunction and get $15 off your first month of treatment. Yeah. The best thing about Roman is it's completely confidential and totally discreet. No big logos or labels on a package. And a U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If the medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. That's right. You go to GetRoman.com slash fear today. And if you're prescribed, get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. Make sure you're ready to have confidence and control this fall. Roman ready. But the reason why I say Trump is content, going back to my main man, Trump, is because, uh, so Donald Trump. Yeah, baby. Donald Trump went on a show mm -hmm. and talked about the hang Mike Pence chants that were being uttered during the insurrection. 
Let's hear what he had to say. Yep, let me see this. Were you worried about him during that, that siege? Were you worried about no, his safety? No, I thought he was well protected, and I, I had heard that he was in good shape. No, you I heard those chants. That was terrible. I mean, was, you know, the... He could have. Well, the people were very angry. <laughs> it's common sense. How can you... How can you vote is fraudulent, right? Yeah. How can you pass on a fraudulent vote to Congress? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, what? They, if they he were didn't want to be him. hanged, he shouldn't have been such a dumb bitch. Yeah, dude, come on, dude. What a fucking legend. What a legend. That is legendary. God. He's such a petty bitch. Dude, he it's is. great. He's like, wait, wait dude, dude, if they Trump did drag, oh, God, it would be so awesome. God, he's going to run be the king. Too. He would be the queen. Yeah. He would fucking kill it. Do you think he's going to, I know he's going to run in 2024. <sighs> he's going to win. He's going to win in 2024. God, he's such a we're going back, baby. Back in time. Yeah. Back in time. Who's going to run against him for the Democratic Party? Well, it's Party? not going to be Joe Biden. Fucking That's loser. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know who it's going to be. It's going to be fucking Kamala Harris or Pete Buttigieg. And they're both They're going to get duds. lined up and fucked. Pete Buttigieg is already getting fucking blasted for, you know, uh, adopting a child and taking, like, paternal leave in the middle of, like, uh, which is, by the way, inappropriate, but still. Uh, inappropriately getting blasted inappropriate for, that he's getting criticized yeah inappropriately getting blasted for taking paternal uh, you know f family leave in the middle of this like infrastructure uh, uh, crisis uh, this logistic uh, logistics crisis at our at our ports uh, which is like causing inflation among other things of course and um, and Kamala Harris is like literally historically unpopular which is not surprising because she just is Back a, in town. She's a charisma suck. Like, she's just devoid of any sort of charisma. She just sucks. I think she's fantastic. Listen, no, you, she, no, you don't. You, know how you are I, a liar. You know how you I feel. You don't think that. You know how I feel. You know how they talk about when a man is on trial for murder and gonna, potentially going to get the death penalty and how they just sleep like a baby if they think they're going to get a guilty verdict? We deserve this. Our country. Oh, we do. This. We one hundred. We deserve do. a second the term. The Democrats are one hundred percent creating a condition, yep. an environment, Marchment. where where uh, you know Donald Trump could win again, or someone else exactly like Donald Trump could win. And the reason for that is because Democrats exclusively rely on how shitty Republicans are and how morally bankrupt they are and how interested they are in like pushing for a bloodthirsty parasitic vulturous fucking uh legislative agenda so they can wildly gesture to gesture towards it and say hey look they're so bad we need to fundraise they're so bad you don't want them again right and then they continue literally not reversing any of the things that the trump administration did despite yeah. running on it uh, reversing all the things that the trump administration did um and and losing there's only one man that can save us now barack obama Dwayne, oh. the Rock, oh Johnson, oh. yeah, run him. He's uh, got drive. He's got power. Him. Let know, him wrap I, his way into office. I know you say that ironically. I don't. Oh, I, I think Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I don't even know if he's an American. I don't. Was he American yes, born citizen? He's an American citizen. I, I would know. vote for Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I, yeah. Oh, I, in a heartbeat. As a as a common man, as like your liberal correspondent representation of the common liberal in the United States, yeah. I get excited yeah. to vote for Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. It's about drive. It's about power. Yeah. I you, think he would be a fantastic. You know, he's a rapper, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. I, I uh, would be afraid, though, what they dig up on him because politics ruins everybody, doesn't it? 
I mean, it he's doesn't matter. He's been in the public eye yeah. for so long. Oh, yeah. And also, he's, like, mega famous. So, like, yeah. unless he just literally, like, murdered a child or something. <laughs> like, good luck. Good luck with the oppo on him. Um, I mean, it doesn't really matter anyway. Because, like, if you're halfway decent at, like, um, you know, cultivating an audience and you're charismatic <laughs> and people, like, shit on you and you're unapologetic and you're like, this is cancel culture. Boom. You're, I mean, look at Trump. He, he, he withstood the fucking attack. That's how you defeat Donald Trump, though. Um, yeah, you get 100%. a better, you get a more ridiculous, better public. You know, the who else I don't think Dwayne Trump the Rock Johnson is not old is enough to run. Lil Nas X, run him. Susie hits thirty three. What? I 35. agree. Thirty five. That's the that's the one. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he. I think Dwayne has a better chance. Yeah, I think I think Dwayne now, the Rock Johnson is more appealing. Give him time to mature. You know, no. I think they should run. Who? Elton John. He's. <laughs> Not what an American yeah. citizen. What? Why? Blue jean, baby. <laughs> he just That's not a reason. I, lo I love this because, like, you know, Americans vote for the president on, like, the dumbest reasons. Like, they, yeah. they vote because, like, they want to vote for a guy they can have a beer with. Austin's here. Like, I want to vote for a guy can I get, that I can do a duet with. It's yeah. Like, right. I want to I listen to the greatest Seems voice. just for the band. Pretty yeah. eyed. Yeah. Pirate smile. I love Elton John so much. If you, <laughs> we need a comprehensive healthcare plan. <laughs> Immediately, America institutes nationalized healthcare. Like they, they move past Medicare for all. All of a sudden, yeah, it's like racism levels drop to zero. Elton John comes out with a song for all of the. He's fucking... the savior that we needed. The, yeah. the the funny part about it though is that like I mean you guys saw it, COP twenty six or like whatever one of the summits they were at all the world leaders went and like fucking tossed the coin at the wishing well it's like they might as we might as well try the fucking music thing because like our leaders have given up you know yeah. what i mean so it doesn't really matter it's time for the next generation of leadership yeah yeah he's like elton john is reciting uh, how to yeah. blow up a, the a, next how to generation blow up a pipeline 70 year old elton john yeah that's the next generation yeah. are you kidding me i mean he's yeah he's, he's gotta, still got a lot left in the tank he's it's perfect timing he's on his farewell tour it's time to start another career yeah. in yeah. politics. Yeah, that's that'll really revitalize. We need somebody. <laughs> yeah, we need somebody who can play. Hail I literally to the Chief. can't think of a worse person that you could have suggested. <laughs> I'm like thinking in my mind. I'm like, who would be a worse fit? Elton John, <laughs> other than fabulous. Elton John. Yeah. He would, he would he'd be fabulous. All he's right. not even American. Yeah, Sir Elton John. Yeah. I feel like we could make an exception. Well, is that, is yeah, that right? I really do. Yeah. I'd yeah. like to see Elton yeah. John. I don't, uh, in the comment section, who would you like to see run for president? See, getting you engaged. There you go. Oh, wow. Hey. Well, hey, this guy knows. This guy there you knows go. Yeah. Knows I want the comment section filled if you even made it to this point in the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but the reason why I am, you know, frustrated or jaded by this process is because like, uh, people are 100% going to bring up the fact that like, oh, marginally Democrats are better. How could you ever say this is song? Fuck you or whatever. But like, you know, the, the Joe Biden administration ran on, you know, reversing the kids in cages border policy of the Trump administration. And they're literally fucking currently in the process of defending title 42, a CDC provision that is making, uh, that, that Donald Trump implemented, Donald Trump's administration implemented and used to basically deny asylum seekers their legal right to seek asylum in the United States by saying, oh, COVID. 
And Hassan, these aren't kids in cages. These are young people in barriers. Okay? Yeah, we've done yeah. a lot of work yeah, yeah, to no, make they're, sure. Yeah, they're in overflow <laughs> detention centers. Okay, mm, uh, actually, yeah, and uh, and and technically, they're not kids. It's like bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. The other day, uh, the ACLU fought long and hard to bring uh, some kind of like financial compensation to the thousands of families that were separated from their children at the border by the Trump administration. <clears throat> Another thing that the Biden administration ran on, uh, on like offering restitution on. And uh, the number that they arrived at was $450,000 per, you know, kid that was uh, separated from their families. Joe Biden was asked about it, and he says, $450,000? No way, Jack! <laughs> he literally was just like, no! I we're mean, not doing that! To be honest, what? yeah, there's no shot. No, I mean, that's crazy. Like, you tortured fucking children. You ran on, like, offering... You ran on, like, fixing that problem. And then when you, like, finally arrive at a number, he's like, no shot, Jack! Cut that malarkey! <laughs> Son, we used to march our veterans in to Dr. Satan. You think we're giving <laughs> you think we're giving fucking half a million dollars to 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 you yeah. know, yeah, Get brown out. families. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's just not it's it's the same. It's the same old, same old, except for like the Afghanistan thing, which was pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, and I still defend him for it. But like other than that. You know, we are not reversing those policies at all, baby. We are going ham on those on those same exact policies. Like the Who once said, talking about old, obscure British rock stars, met the new boss. He's the same as the old boss. It's very true. Except this one, you know, I have faith. You have faith. What do you have faith in, Austin? We're two years in here, baby. Are we two years in? <laughs> He's, he Almost, has faith because right? he doesn't watch. How That's far right. in are we? Dude, after COVID, my time, like the time dilation is insane. This I don't know what, 2021. I don't know what year it is. The... I don't know what month it is. I don't know what day it it's is. It's been less than a year. No, it's been more than a year. Wait, what? See, there you go. Oh my God. The time you... dilation is no, insane. No, well, not, not more Wait, than a year. Sorry. Uh, it, it, it has been... It has been a year. January twenty twenty two is when he's going to be. Sure, yeah, you could tell me it's been three years. I'd nod my head and agree. I know yeah. what you mean, though. The COVID has like totally distorted my understanding of time and and. Space. I never know what time it is. I'm twenty eight. Yep. Yeah, you're you're washed now. You're old. I'm twenty eight. Thirty, bitch. That's... What do you mean? I does. By the way, so does your productivity of having like, like your ability to have sex go decline as you age? No. No? I am better at sex than I have ever been in my No, no, but like life. your ability to find I don't partners. have sex anymore. Really? He's I don't have time for it. Do you... I'm usually too tired. Do you crave it? No. Well, yes. Mm. You said but, no and yes. What, which one yeah. Is it? So you do crave it. Yeah, I, as I get older, I find myself lost in weird fantasies. Mm. Describe they, one. They're usually very like convenient fantasies, like <laughs> milking table shit, <laughs> <laughs> like like taking a nice shit and then getting getting a blow. Just like taking a no nap movement. while I get jerked off. Isn't like, <laughs> when I was younger, it was like there I am dancing hard on the beach, full of ecstasy, sweating. <laughs> Three hot ladies decide they want to have sex. Now it's like. I enjoy a, a, a lean nice meal of, of bone broth and then lay belly down on a table and get jerked off by an anonymous stranger. The jerking while I'm half asleep. thing is awesome because it's like, 
you literally don't want to move at all. No. You're just static. No. Yeah. <laughs> you're, just, you're just standing there, just no movement. You can't no. even be you can't even be asked to fucking move around. No. Your dick is just flopping down from that yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. Dick down. I like that. I've never had one of those massages. I think I'll get my second win at some point. Yeah. You know. Have Hopefully. you do you think you've peaked? No. I haven't even begun to peak yet. I mean sexually, not no. Okay. No, 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 no. It's gonna get weirder. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Okay. It's gonna get weirder. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Kenosha. Mm. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What a segue. Uh okay, so. Kyle Rittenhouse, mm. you may or may not know. Do you oh. know who this is, Austin? You haven't been watching the news at all. I know who he is, yes. I know he shot and killed three people. <clears throat> no, two. he, he two shot people. two he shot and killed two and maimed a third. Okay. So he's uh he's a he was a 17-year-old boy at the time, went down to Kenosha across the state border, uh, yeah. you know, 20 to 30 minute drive away from where he was. Uh, and uh, got an AR-15 there that his friend had purchased. I think, I believe, through a straw purchase, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, he uh, ran around town and defended private property. And in that process, uh, this dude by the name of Rosenbaum um, uh, ran after him. Okay. And Kyle shot him in the head. And then um, stood on top of him for a second. You know, freaking the fuck out. And then he ran away. And, of course, everyone that was there was like, oh, my God, there is a, you know, Nazi active shooter here. We need to stop this. You know what I mean? And it was a chaotic situation. I'm saying that that was what their mindset was. I'm not saying he was a Nazi. So don't fucking lose your mind, people who are watching. It's the mindset of the people that were there at the time. And uh, in the process of trying to apprehend this person because they thought he was an active shooter, uh, someone ran up to him, a brave person ran up to him with a skateboard, which he shot. And then another was running towards him and he had a handgun in his hand. He wasn't pointing the handgun at him. He actually put his hand up with the handgun uh, when Kyle said stop. Um, trying to apprehend him and trying to get his gun away from him. And he shot and maimed the, the third person. He went home that night. He passed by the cops, <laughs> went home, and then uh, and then the trial started uh, almost a year later. So it's finally coming to a close. By the time this podcast is out tomorrow, the verdict will be reached. I suspect it's going to be not guilty. Okay. And uh, here are some highlights. So let's take a look. He was crying. That was pretty funny. People are very, very heated on the internet about this. This is the internet's number one story to discuss. Okay. And that's because, like, this is... I dubbed this, like, the George Zimmerman of the Zoomer generation. Like, George Zimmerman, Trayvon Martin was a pivotal case for millennials. A lot of millennials became, like, straight-up 4chan Nazis after that. They were, like... They're like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. Like, George Zimmerman had a right to defend himself against this, Stand like, scary thug, Trayvon Martin. You know what I mean? And uh, and I think that, like, a lot of kids now are are watching this and going, oh, Kyle Rittenhouse, he reminds me of myself. And he uh, has every right and responsibility to fucking defend himself. 
and are defending him relentlessly. Once I take that step back, I look over my shoulder and Mr. Rosenbaum, Mr. Rosenbaum was now running from my right side. Um, and I was cornered from in front of me with Mr. Zeminski. <laughs> and there were <laughs> there were three people right there. Look, 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 he's gonna look at the jury. Watch. Watch, 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 watch. Watch. It's coming. Yeah. Wait, he's looking at the jury. That's right, run. Did you see that little peek there? Thanks for our break anyway. You can uh, just relax for a minute, sir. Uh, we're going to take a break, uh, about uh, 10 minutes. This we're judge was a psycho, dude. Read, watch, and listen to any kind of trap. So he cried uh, a lot, and people were saying he's traumatized, he's PTSD. He's like, bitch, he killed two people, and he's going to walk. What the fuck do you mean? Like, you know, oh, no, he's traumatized by the fucking, you know. He brought a gun to a fucking protest as a counter-protester under this, like, psychotic premise that he's going to defend private property, okay? And then he ended up literally using that gun. And now he's fucking crying on the stand. It's like, first of all, it's fake. I think the the tears are it's bullshit. Okay. I will say that. Um, and, uh, you know, this is, I, I feel like I'm, I've lost my mind. Because this is like one of the few instances where I feel like not American, I guess, where I cannot comprehend anybody defending Someone who brought an AR-15 to a fucking protest as a counter-protester under the insane premise that they're going to defend private property. Like, why is that normal? I feel like in no other country, in no other comparable OECD nation on this planet, would you be able to do that? Like, you would just go to jail. They'd be like, oh, this is an active shooter. We need to stop this immediately. You know what I mean? But in America, it's like an American thing. Of course, you're going to bring your AR-15. And he got away with it. They dropped the fucking charges of like him being underage while uh, walking around with a gun because the barrel was long enough that it could be considered a hunting rifle. If it was a shorter barrel, he would have gotten charged with that for sure, guaranteed, right? Um, and they, the judge literally fucking... Uh, it, so a hunting rifle in the middle of like a metropolitan area. But it wasn't even a hunting rifle. It's an AR-15. It's just that the barrel distinction was used there to make it seem like it was technically a rifle you could use the hunt so like if you're because if you're 17 you can go out in the woods and hunt right and you know it's fucking wisconsin law uh, states that you can uh you know uh you won't get charged with like underage possession of a of a weapon if you're just out to hunt you know what i mean but you're like so they use that loophole to use it in kenosha to like absolve him of that charge mm. And it's madness. I feel like I'm losing my mind that so many Americans are like, no, nah, man, I would do the same thing. Like, that's why they're defending him. You know what I mean? They're like, self-defense. Yeah, it's like, technically, it meets the legal, uh, it meets the legal, if you rob the situation of its context and you hyper-focus exclusively on like, did a guy run up to you and you shot them? Is that self-defense? Yeah, it is self-defense, okay? 
Also, the background of the dude who originally started the whole thing, like who ran up on him. He's like a convicted sex offender. So like immediately they were like, it's over. This is a 17-year-old white kid who wants to be a cop shooting a fucking convicted sex offender at the BLM protest. So like obviously every conservative is like going to be like, fuck this guy, right? But like it doesn't matter because like Kyle Rittenhouse didn't know that. You can't just like set these legal precedents by allowing people to go free when they just, you know, engage in vigilantism because you're creating a terrifying situation where there's going to be more Kyle Rittenhouses running around knowing full well that the Republican media apparatus will defend them unconditionally if they go to a natural disaster or if they go to a fucking protest with a gun and if someone, because they're like brandishing it or if someone is scared and someone is like, uh, you know, trying to get the gun away or co confronts them, okay, because that's what you're looking for. You're looking for a confrontation when you have a gun. And they shoot that other person that's confronting them. Self-defense, baby. Everyone will defend me. And I think that that's terrifying. I think that that's like psychotic. America is insane for, for even having a conversation about this. But uh, here we are. Okay, well, this is the biggest story of the week. Uh, and everyone's talking about it. But yeah, um, so... The jury. You want my take? Went into the jury went into deliberations. My take yesterday. is I'm an asshole who tells fart jokes on the internet. I don't deserve to have a take on this. I think it's tragic that a fucking 17 year old can get a gun. I think that's dumb. I think it's an impossible situation. I think you know never should have happened, mm -hmm. and it sucks. I concur. Yeah. He should not have been there. He should not have had a gun if he was going to go there. And the defense has been, like, ridiculous. They've talked about how he was, like, he had a bag with, like, bandages in it. Even though he lied about having, like, EMT training when asked, he had none. And he lied on stand. Like, he perjured himself that way. Um, and then he yeah, had to, I mean, he was forced I, it's, to admit it's, it's, it. It's obvious, like, he went there with an intention to do what he did. And that's fucked. Yeah, uh, and it's a conservative fantasy. You know conservative yeah, people. It's, it's like a, it's if you don't know any conservative people, like maybe you're unaware of this, but like this is a very common conservative trope is like, yeah, I'm going to shoot looters. Like I'm going to shoot the rioters and looters after fucking, you know, natural disaster or a protest. Or the second most common conservative fantasy other than like, I'm going to be the good guy with a gun and like get a legal kill like Kyle did. The second one is is driving over protesters that are like, you know, in the middle it, of the street. It, it's also tough to talk about this, too, because it's, we are in a weird Schrodinger's box right now, right? We're talking about it like not knowing what the result is going to be. So I think I'm going to have a different, you know, I'll, I'll be able to react more when the results of the trial are actually out. Right now, we are in a very weird, like, he's both guilty and innocent at the same time. Yeah, situation. I'm just I'm just giving my perspective on like how yeah. fucked the situation is, regardless of whether he is. Uh, you know, I mean, not. Convicted. Yeah, I mean, if you want to say the situation is fucked, yeah, obviously uh, we have a very sick country. We had a we have a 17 year old whose fantasy it is to kill people at a protest where you know basically a town was on fire. Like everything there is is fucked. There's no part of that that's not fucked. Yeah. That's not a good timeline. The other the other thing was like for example, there's a video 15 days prior. Like the judge did a bunch of insane shit. Um he was definitely very biased towards Rittenhouse. Um 
I don't know if it's because he's like conservative or I don't know if it's because he saw like a young boy who's about to get like the long dick of the law and like thought, you know, I'm going to be nice to him and, you know, get him out, let him off. I mean, it, it's the job of those attorneys to, to drum up sympathy, right? Yeah. It's, it's their fucking job to, to drum up sympathy and to, and to try and like hark on people's empathy for a child. And, you know, it, it's it, but it is interesting that a, a lot of other kids would have been tried as an adult in that situation. So yeah, black kids yeah. would not have made it out of there. A, a black kid, 17 years old with an AR-15, he's getting fucking, he's getting stopped by the cops. Like no shot is that ever happening in a, in the reality of the world that we're in. Um, So of course, you know, the irony is that uh, people bring up like there was a school shooting, the one fucking school shooting where there was, there was a black kid, but like they don't know the actual details. They bring it up all the time now. They're like, oh, well, what about this guy who got... This kid that got off on like $75,000 bail. What the fuck? Yeah, that was a fucking kid that was being bullied and they were beating his ass and he pulled his gun out and literally fucking in the middle of the school. It wasn't like a school shooting, okay? There was a kid that was like getting his ass whooped and being bullied. That's fucked up too, but he's probably going to go to jail, okay? That kid that you're talking about. So, you know, it's when justice is not served uh do uh, people criticize the justice system understandably and rittenhouse not getting any sort of fucking punishments from this which i suspect Again, is Schroeder's going to happen box i might be wrong I, I but i suspect that he's not going to get like uh any sort of like significant punishment like no manslaughter charges or anything like that um i think that is uh, injustice and it's going to enrage a lot of people it's going to outrage a lot of people no matter what people are going to be outraged oh yeah for sure and like conservatives already gearing up for you know the possible riots that might come as a consequence of this and talking openly about like how you know we're going to do exactly what kyle rittenhouse did yeah, we should that, defend isn't that insane that the results of this case might lead to the exact situation of this case again? kyle rittenhouse could literally technically get out of that fucking court get another ar-15 or the same one and fucking start murking people in the exact same capacity because of the fucking results of this court case, if if he Time gets is off, a flat circle, which is fucking nuts. It that's insane. That's like literally a complete like that is the criminal justice system failing like directly. If someone could do that, um. Anyway, uh, the other thing I was gonna say is like the judge refused to uh, show footage, like use footage in the court uh, of Rittenhouse talking 15 days prior, like what he sees. Um, a couple of people like running out of a CVS and I think they were like stealing stuff. I'm not sure what was going on. He goes, if I had my AR, I wish I had my AR so I could shoot at them. Like he said that 15 days prior to like literally going to Kenosha with an AR and shooting people. So, you know, and the judge was like, no, you can't use that <laughs> to show like that he had prior motivations of doing such a thing, you know? Yeah. And it's uh, it's a ridiculous fucking country that we live in, unfortunately. But I love learning about this country. And I think that's an important segue that we can get to right now because my friend Will Neff is a patriotic American. Yep. Well, so am I. And he teaches me important things throughout American history. Yeah, from one public enemy to another. We're going to talk about the Steve Bartman incident. Do you okay. know who Steve Bartman is? I don't. Well, then let me play you a little clip and then I'll tell you the significance around it. The year is 2003. And the Chicago Cubs are playing the Florida Marlins 
in Wrigleyville during the 2003 postseason. Roll the clip. Again in the air, down the left field line. A low reaching into the stands and couldn't get it. He's winning with a fan. <laughs> and pause. Oh, no. Now, Chicago fans, please. E- explain what just happened. To- I, oh, I will. Chicago fans, please have mercy on me if I get some of these details wrong. But this, what you just watched, is one of the most significant moments in sports history. The Chicago Cubs, one of the most beloved sports franchises on the planet, went almost nine decades without winning a championship. Something that they would blame on the curse of the Billy Goat. Now, that's a different story. But famously, the Chicago Cubs could not win in the postseason. That was until 2003, when they were led by one of the greatest pure hitters of all time, Sammy Sosa, who oh. would get in a home run race Wait. with Mark McGuire. Isn't there an asterisk next to that? Well, there's a lot of asterisks in baseball. <laughs> I was about to say. Hey, he lost that home run race to Mark McGuire, who was even more juiced, in my opinion. But, so here you go. The year's 2003. Mm-hmm. Hope springs eternal. The Cubs are two outs away from heading to the World Series. They're up 3 nothing in the eighth when a foul ball headed for left field is snagged by a fan. Cubs a, fan? Oh, a Cubs fan. A fan that until that day had lived a relatively quiet life. <laughs> now, immediately... There is outrage. As so, you can see, the player clearly indicates that he thought he could catch the ball. If you watch the replay, the replay supports that. Now, usually, if a fan grabs a ball in the play, uh, field of play, it is called fan interference. Fan interference is not called. And the play is allowed to stand as a foul ball, meaning the Cubs don't get their second out, meaning that the Cubs have a mental breakdown and surrender eight runs in the next two innings, <coughs> lose the game, and then go on to lose the series to the Florida Marlins. Oh, my Lord. While those eight runs are being given up, the attitude of the fans starts to change. And relatively unknown fan Steve Bartman begins to be pelted with trash, beer, insults, and security has to escort Bartman out of the stadium within 24 hours in 2003, he's been doxxed. People know his address. People know his name. People know his family. Oh my God. And Cubs nation, they come a knocking because to them, he is the human embodiment of the curse, keeping the second city, Chicago down. Bartman fears for his life. And for the next decade, Bartman has to live basically in hiding. He is one of the most hated people on the planet. He has offered hundreds of thousands of dollars to do endorsements, to do ad spots. And no, he remains anonymous because he is so afraid of the backlash that will come from the Cubs nation. For years, he is a joke. He is ostracized. He is ripped apart. That is until... 2015, I believe, or is it 2013? 
Cubs fans, sorry if I got this wrong, when the Cubs finally win the World Series. Mm-hmm. The owner of the Cubs sent Bartman his own World Series ring. No way. A small bit of restitution. That's sick. For maybe, I would say, a person who's considered the most hated sports fan in the history of sports for reaching out and trying to grab what he thought was a foul ball. Don't you think that that is, it's called, it's like kind of a little bit on the refs too for not calling it a fan interference? Well, it's on a lot of people. It's interesting. The Cubs players actually came to Bartman's defense and they said, listen, it's not on Bartman that we gave up eight runs in two innings. Yeah. We did that. But I think, you know, a lot of people kind of thought that because Bartman snagged the foul ball, it jinxed them, right? It got in their head and they went, we're cursed. We can't do this. Curse of the Billy Goat, nine decades. And they just fell apart. It's tragic. Oh, it's, it's beyond tragic. Bartman's life was forever changed. Is he still alive? Oh yeah, he's still alive. Have, have, have the fans forgiven him? Forgiven? Forgiven him? Um, yes, but I would say he's like still a meme, right? You, you Bartman said he would never do a public appearance until uh, the Cubs won the World Series. And even then, they wanted to have him at the parade, the Chicago Day Parade, when, after your team wins the World Series. And he declined because he said, I don't want to take away from the athletes. He is either what a legend. What yeah, a beautiful yeah, he's person. He's a very cognizant, uh, very, you know, kind man. You want to know what's really sad about it? I'm looking it up right now. And the foul ball didn't even like he didn't even keep it. It ended no. up in the lap of an unnamed attorney yep. who eventually put the ball up for auction in December yep. 2013. It was bought by Harry Carey's restaurant for $113,000. Do you and know who ball, Harry Carey is, Hassan? No. Harry Carey is the old Chicago Cubs announcer who would go, hey. Uh, we're watching Chicago baseball. <laughs> hey, Hassan, if you could choose between giving the entire nation socialized health care or having an STD, which would you choose? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to answer that? Yes. Oh, dude, I'll take the STD. Oh, <coughs> I was worried you were going to say that. Yeah. Champagne socialists over here. <coughs> That's Harry Carey. Like, I want to give the entire nation health care and then I get an STD as a consequence of that? Is that what you're saying? No. Wait, what? I'm saying, would you choose to give the entire nation health care or have chlamydia? Okay, no, I would give the entire nation health care. Oh, good. I was worried you'd choose the chlamydia. Why the fuck would I do? Okay, dude. (laughs) Okay, um, Chicago fans are so insane. The ball was blown up. (laughs) They blew up the ball and the remains are in a glass case at the Chicago Sports Museum. That's so wild. I dude. know what it's like to be ch- rooting for a painful sports franchise. I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan. Yeah. We cool. have been in four Super Bowls and lost every single one of them. We've uh, not been in a Super Bowl, I think, yeah. since 19. God, is it the 80s or the late know. 70s? I don't know. Somewhere before I was born, at least a decade. Um, I understand superstition. Yeah, I understand as well as a Jets fan. You guys have and, also. And I want to say that I would have the strength not to bl- like if something happened in a Jets game. Mm-hmm. Like let's 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 just hypothetically, Jets playoff football. Mm-hmm. We're playing against you know the Bills or whatever. No fucking why. I don't know. 
and some fan like streaked on the field during a touchdown and they called it back. I want to, I want to think that I'd have the strength to be like, no, 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 I'd hate that person forever. <laughs> you show up at his house. You motherfucker. <laughs> you did, you this, did this to us. What the fuck? I, I would also not have the strength. I would hate that fan forever yeah. too. I wouldn't do anything to them, yeah. but I would, I would boo, you know, I, I wouldn't throw anything. I, I wouldn't do any bodily harm. Bartman didn't know. He honestly didn't know. He was reaching for this foul ball, which is something everyone does. Yeah. Yeah, this is different. I don't think you can. I don't think there's yeah, any baseball is no, boring. This is like the only interactive part of the fucking sport. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. I I I, I, I can get crucified by baseball fans for I this, just, but I hate baseball. Yeah, no, it's. I so, think it's the I most boring sport too, though. I it, feel like they know it's boring. My favorite part of baseball is eating, drinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah take me out to the ball game is not about fucking you know watching the game. It's literally cracker jacks or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It's like. If your entire if your entire sport revolves around like the consumption that you can have there, like you <laughs> Dude, know, some brand should buy that song. So it's like, buy me some peanuts or pizza. Hut. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if I never come back because it's root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, no one out pizzas the hut. <laughs> <laughs> Is that their? Did yeah, you come no, up with that, or is that yeah. a Pizza Hut? No, no one that's out. Their friend, that's their motto. No one out pizzas the hut. Yeah, which I for, dude, I, except I, for fucking Papa John's. I, <laughs> I, I, I want them to change their motto to "No one out pizzas the hut." It's not a slogan; it's a warning. Yeah, <laughs> Pizza like, Hut like threatening pizza. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> out pizzas the fucking hut. Yeah, Pizza Hut. We don't say the n word. <laughs> <laughs> That's those other guys. Yeah. That's that Papa guy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, well, that was wonderful. Thank you, what'd Will. You, what'd you take away from that? We have a lo- enough time for, <sighs> you know, every time I give you these tidbits, and I do so very selectively. Okay. What, what, what was my takeaway from that? Yeah. I think we are so ruthless to one another, and um, because people don't have a lot going on in their lives that they could look forward to. I think a sports victory, especially a historic one like this, a potential historic sports victory like this is quite significant. So we just never think about how cruel we're being to our fellow man. So, so what I will say is this, I think the Bartman story says something about the illusion of control. Where I think as fans, all of our rooting, all of our cheering, we want to believe that our faith has impact. The same way that we want to believe that our faith means something in God or the government or the world in general. And to those fans, they saw another fan who, in their minds, did directly impact the outcome of the game. Whether it be positive or, in this case, negative. And I think that gave even further kind of vigor to their illusion of control, right? If we fervently believe in this thing, if we, if we have faith in this thing, we can affect a difference. And, and maybe it is that faith that is our greatest Achilles heel, but in turn, our greatest strength, because it lets us face the day. That's what sports is, right? It's faith. It's a belief in something outside ourself. It's a com- it's a communal language over something that we really don't control at all. Yeah, you and I have drastically different points of view on this. So, I see it as like entertainment that people 
can be invested in. Mm-hmm. And I think sports does a very good job. It's like it's like stand stuff. You know what I mean? Like nah. sports fans are the original stands, bro. You're literally buying the merchandise of another dude. You're wearing it on your back. Like it's just we are not used to seeing it in that in those terms because it's so normalized and like older people engage in it. But I think it's just another cultural signifier to say, like, I'm a part of this in-group and uh, I'm invested in this. And by the way, that isn't to say that it's not real, because who's to say that that's not real? Those experiences, you know, your your father taking you out to the fucking ball game and getting you Cracker Jacks or, or whatever. Hut. Or Pizza Hut, <laughs> where no one out pizzas the Pizza Hut. Yeah. Um, you know, that is a real experience and that invokes feelings of nostalgia, maybe even uh you know protection and uh, positive times that you uh that you lived through when you were younger and that creates a very real investment in this team this community that you're a part of um but ultimately the way i see it is like it's still uh there's no like material impact on your life disagree Austin, final thoughts. Go, go ahead. As Disagree. A, as a fucking Vikings fan, go I th- ahead. I think that sports, and it's very, it's no shock that you have this take, Hassan, being somebody that doesn't watch or is not invested in sports. Yeah. For me personally, my passion and fandom for the Vikings, I think, has taught me some very valuable life lessons. Yeah. Number one, I think it's... Fuck I've the had, Packers. Well, fuck, of course, fuck the Packers and Aaron <laughs> Rodgers specifically. But you know what's funny is my my quarterback is also an anti-vaxxer, but the difference in Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins, which is my quarterback, mm-hmm. um, is that Aaron Rodgers was out with strippers on Halloween and mine was reading the Bible, which is why... Mine did not get COVID, and Aaron Rodgers did. Are you Anyways, <laughs> I love that, like, Faith your love for the Vikings turns you into this, like, you know, weird Bible <laughs> thumper. Evangelical. <laughs> I'm yeah. not, look, I... Uh, <laughs> Should have been studying scripture. Uh, yeah. So, no, but family, I think, is... Uh, a, I've had a lot of great... My dad and I watched the game, and my I, mom... I, just, I literally we, described that, by we the way. We watch... Well, hold on. I'm going to get to my second point, which you okay. didn't describe. Oh, okay. I watch sports with my dad and mom every Sunday. And I think that those are some of the moments that I'll reflect upon as being one of the more, uh, you know, positive uh, parts of your life. Exactly. Uh, secondly, I think it has taught me how to endure yep. pain and <laughs> suffering. And I'm not even joking. When the Vikings lose a big game, I'm emotionally exhausted. My mind is negative. And I have had to fight through those emotions to move forward to the next day. And I allow myself to grieve for a moment and then the next day, I wake up and I move on, and I try not to have that loser's mentality. <laughs> yeah, seriously, Austin. I know you're laughing. No, I'm not laughing. I'm laughing. Will's not because he's a Jets fan. He knows that it's true. It's like somebody died. His yeah. mood shifts dramatically. No, see, see, all I'm saying is this is like when a wealthy person can't relate to the struggles of the impoverished. It's true. Yeah. He, he has no empathy because he's a little prince who sits in his tower without any sports fandom. Yeah. We know. We know. Yeah. And, and you know what also <laughs> makes me angry what? is when, when I say I'm a Vikings fan, they're like, why would you support the Vikings? Listen, motherfuckers. Fandom is not about supporting the team only when they're winning. Fandom is about supporting the team through thick, 
and thin. Amen, brother. Fans like Will and I pride ourselves in suffering through the losses. Faith. Because it makes the wins and victories so much. Our reward will be in heaven. That's right. All right. On that note, Austin Show, (laughs) thank you so much for joining us on the program. You are always a tremendous fan. Thank Thank you you to the audience. Uh, We we love uh, all your your chime-ins, all the feedback you guys leave. We really appreciate it. Thank you to my co-host, Hassan Piker. You are a tremendous, tremendous font of knowledge. Thank you for guiding us through these controversial issues and these controversial times that dullards like Austin and I don't have much of a take on. I I didn't talk for the last 45 minutes. Even though I don't have any uh, takes on sports. Yes. With that being said, thank you, everyone. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Take care. I'm saying it, dude.